Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Not Your Average Tea Town podcast. I'm your host, Tabaria, and want to welcome you to almost season. So what that means is that football season, particularly free agency, is in full effect right now, full swing. We're probably in that second wave of free agency, and everybody's using the Jets as a leverage play. Everybody's coming to the Jets say, hey, I want to sign with you just so they can go get money elsewhere. It happens every year. And it happens primarily because the Jets are bad. Case in point, Tyreek Hill just got traded today from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Miami Dolphins. Adam Schefter broke the news like, hey, guys, be on the lookout. Tyreek Hill might get traded. And this was t- after talks about how Tyreek Hill might get a nice big extension from Kansas City. Something happened. Something changed their mind. It was a snag in the extension talks. Regardless, they were going to make him the highest paid receiver. So I think he pulled a Devontae Adams and said, hey, you know what? I'm I'm from Miami. I live in Miami in the offseason. I just want to go play in Miami. And that actually makes a lot of sense because Devontae Adams was traded to the Las Vegas Raiders while I was in Vegas, and it was insane. But the reports came out after that that the Packers offered him the same deal, if not more money, and I think one of the agents confirmed it. Devontae Adams just said, hey, it's been my lifelong dream to be a Las Vegas Raider. So that's why I decided to make the move. It wasn't anything personal against Green Bay. I just wanted to make that move. But that trade happened, and we found out about it after it was done. And for a day and a half, Devontae Adams was the highest paid wide receiver in the league. In this story, we found out from one tweet from Adam Schefter, Tyreek Hill is going to be on the move. Two minutes later, we found out possibly the who. And the thing that gets me is that it was reported very differently from two different sources. Adam Schefter, who's known to carry the water for some of these agents in exchange for news about what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. He tweeted out that it's down to two teams, the Dolphins and the Jets. Both teams are in it. Both teams are finalists, but it's down to those two teams. On the other side of the competition here, Ian Rappaport of NFL Network reported that the Dolphins are close to trading for Tyreek Hill and that the Jets are in the running, but the Dolphins are close to trading. The little slight difference in reporting tells you everything you know, everything you need to know. An agent put this information out there, and from all accounts from the beat writers, the Jets really were in this one. They almost had him, almost season. Adam Schefter does this all the time. He comes out here, he carries his agent's water, and you see it in the way he reports it. He did it, had a similar situation happen with the Deshaun Watson news that broke. But it's not almost season being the reason that I'm, I'm upset today as a New York Jet fan. That's not the reason. The reason I'm upset is because at some point, you just have to get good players. Now, I understand that the Jets are always going to be used as a leverage play to drive up the price of other organizations. I get that. I'm okay with that because the Jets haven't won anything. That's just the nature of the beast when you don't win games. However, and this is kind of what triggered the whole thing. Rich Eisen of Peacock or NFL Network or wherever he's at put out a tweet, his initial reaction to the Jets not getting Tyreek Hill. And he said, I'm going to be honest with you here. I'm glad the Jets didn't get Tyreek Hill. 
I don't know if Zach Wilson was ready for a Tyreek Hill. I don't know if Tyreek Hill could have handled the New York market. I don't know if New York was ready. They're not one team away. Blah, 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 blah. Listen, if you try to build through the draft, it's going to take six years. We've seen with the Bengals. We've seen with a bunch of teams that have turned it around recently that you can build through the draft and acquire good talent to fill in the slots that you miss because you only get so many draft picks a year. You don't hit on all of them. Not every six-round pick is going to be a starter, right? So you, we can't keep sitting here off-season after off-season saying, oh, that's okay, we didn't want him anyway. Oh, that's okay, we didn't want him anyway. Quite frankly, it's just loser talk. It's how losers talk after they, after they, they try hard to get something that they really want, and then they fail to get it. Oh, that's okay, I didn't want it anyway. Teams use the Jets as a leveraging tool because the Jets don't win games. If the Jets use some of that draft capital that they've shown they are terrible at actually using to get actually good players, proven veterans, maybe they win more games. And maybe, just maybe, if they won more games, free agents would actually want to come here. Tyreek Hill wasn't a free agent, but he got to choose which team he wanted to go to. And he just chose Florida because that's where he's from. So this is not like an indictment just because of Tyreek Hill situation. There were a bunch of free agents that the Jets missed out on this year. They were in it, though. The Jets almost had him season. But the point is that teams use the Jets as leverage. Kirk Cousins did it. He used the Jets as leverage. The Jets offered Kirk Cousins a fully guaranteed contract more money than the Minnesota Vikings offered him because he wanted the Minnesota Vikings to offer him $80 million instead of $75 million. He was never coming here. He used the Jets as a leverage play. I say that to say this. As fans, we have to expect more from this franchise. This is year like 15 of Joe Douglas, and the Jets haven't won a divisional game in two years. Every fan out there has a right to be frustrated with that. My point is, you don't not shoot your shot at big game because you don't think you have enough room in your freezer back home. You figure that out later, right? It's like if you try to go and ask a pretty girl or a handsome dude out and they reject you and you say, oh, that's okay, they were ugly anyway. We got to stop with that mentality. Otherwise, we're going to be rebuilding for the next 30 years. I've been a Jets fan for 12 years, going on 13 years, and they have been terrible every single year I've been a fan of this team. Will that stop me from being a fan? Nah, because I like to punish myself, I guess. But come on, Jets, you got to do better. And it's nice to see that Joe Douglas is out here taking swings. And he approached this free agency perfectly, by the way. And the cherry on top would be him acquiring a number one receiver for Zach Wilson. Because what he did was he went out. First off, we got two actually good, not great, but good tight ends. And C.J. Uzama and Tyler Conklin, I think, from the Minnesota Vikings. Two serviceable tight ends you know 
We fixed the right guard spot by signing Lincoln Tomlinson. Had a bunch of other little small signings here and there, you know. Little, oh, the big one was DJ Reed, the cornerback. But they're a bunch of three-year deals. You know, that's how Doug Douglas operates. But the biggest difference between these deals is instead of front-loading a deal and taking up the cap space this year, he back-loaded them. So, for example, if, yeah, he back-loaded them. It's cheaper for the Jets this year versus the next two years, which is why the Jets have the most cap space available right now. And they did that strategically. I give Joe Douglas credit. So when an opportunity presented itself, like a Tyreek Hill coming to the market who wants a new contract, the Jets would be in position to go grab him. Now, they swung out on this one, and everybody's saying, oh, okay, well, you know, he swung out on this one. <laughs> he swung out on Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones and him were talking. Joe Douglas and Chandler Jones told, chose Vegas. Chose Vegas over playing for the Jets. So can't say I blame him. They got Derek Carr. They got Devontae Adams. They got Max Crosby. They got Josh McDaniels. My point is, the Jets are still in a position to go big game hunting this offseason before the draft. So during the draft, they have picks 4, 10, 35, 38, and a bunch of other ones. Now, the deal that they offered to the Kansas City Chiefs, which they accepted, by the way, was 35, 38, and I think 69. Take that same package of picks and go call Seattle and see what DK Metcalf is up to. I don't know. Maybe you go call Arizona. See if DeAndre Hawkins is available. Maybe call the Saints. Maybe just offer them 69 for Michael Thomas. There are other good receivers that can help Zach Wilson's development. Tyreek Hill would have been a game buster, but there's still chances out there. There's still opportunity for us. And then we can still add a wide receiver in the draft, but I think if they give away those two second-round picks, 35 and 38, first two picks are probably going to be defense. Kayvon Thibodeau, Sauce Gardner. You got to do something, though. The saving grace is that even though Miami got Tyreek Hill, they still have two as their quarterback. Two as their quarterback and the offensive line, although improved with the addition of Connor Williams and Teron Armstead, the offensive line is still going to be trash probably. New head coach, new system. Tua can't throw far at all. He's So the Jets get a pass rush. You got Carl Lawson coming back, Quentin Williams, John Franklin Myers on the inside. Go grab Kayvon Thibodeau. Go grab Jermaine Johnson. Put him across Carl Lawson and let him eat. This is going to be an interesting offseason, though, because as a Jets fan, you have to ask yourself, what are we going to do to be competitive? Buffalo probably will win the division for who knows how long. They just loaded up on more tight ends, more wide receivers. They'll probably go defense in their draft. If they get Traylon Burks, the wide receiver from Arkansas, they're going to be a problem. So Buffalo will probably have the division for a while. We can compete with them if we actually get some good players. I'm not saying they're going to run away with it every year. But Miami? Tua doesn't scare you. You look at New England? 
Stephon Gilmore's not there anymore. J.C. Jackson, who terrorized Sam Darnold and Zach Wilson by himself, he's not out there anymore. They got Malcolm Butler back. But their offensive line isn't what it used to be. They're getting older. Mac Jones doesn't really scare you if you just create some chaos up the middle. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Josh Allen. He's not beating you with his legs. All I'm saying is, you never know what can happen. It's the NFL, all right? Nobody in this division besides Buffalo, for now, should scare you. So why not go and try to be competitive? If you're a Jets fan, you should want them to trade one of those picks, or both of those picks, so you can see if Zach Wilson is the real deal. Because I'll tell you what, if he finishes the season with nine passing touchdowns and 11 interceptions again, and no 300-yard games, People are going to be calling for C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young or somebody different. So you have to do whatever you can this year to see if he's the guy. If you draft another rookie wide receiver, it's going to take him a year to figure things out in the NFL. So you hope Corey Davis can stay healthy. You hope Elijah Moore can pick it up. But then who else is it after that? Denzel Mims? He's two feet out the door. More story is, we all want the Jets to succeed and not get fleeced, but we also want them to win. So how about we just win and suck less? Coming up on this fantastic podcast here, uh, I'm trying to get some interviews lined up and talk about some people. Talk with some people from around the league here. Talk to somebody in Cleveland on the ground there, see how they feel about the Deshaun Watson move. Talk to the Carolina fans, see what do they do here now that they struck out on Deshaun Watson. How did they fix that franchise? Talk to a lot of talk to a lot of different teams. See how see how the Chicago Bears fans are holding up. So stick stick around, stick tuned. Hopefully this was fun. Let's do this again soon. And before I go, I just want to say rest in peace to a good friend of mine, DJ Smith. Uh, he passed away recently, and yeah, we love you. <laughs>